1: Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. Bringing your way today the inspired word of God and I hope you will be blessed.
0: Thank you brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ for joining NUMA Podcast today. The text for this podcast is the Gospel according to St. John, chapter 14, verse 1 to 6.
1: Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. And whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me.
0: Let us pray. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you for another opportunity to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord, I ask for inspiration today over this podcast. Lord, illuminate the heart of the listeners of this podcast today. And Lord, for the subject of this podcast, we pray that you will bring it to us in such a way that will touch us, to remember that while we live here on this side of eternity, that there is another side, the other side of eternity. And Lord, help us, God, as we consider, as we deliberate, oh Lord, going forward. I want to thank you, especially because I know, God, that you always hear prayers. And this I seal in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. The title of this podcast is Where Would You Spend Your Eternity? Where Would You Spend Your Eternity? So, what is eternity? Eternity is simply defined as a period where time does not apply. That's simply the meaning of Eternity. These days, people plan for everything from what jobs they will take, how much they will save, where they will go for their annual holiday, and also where they will be retiring and when. However, what seems to be missing or not giving a serial thought is the question of where they will spend their eternity. In this podcast, I want to address that crucial question which I believe is the core of our faith and spirituality. The subject I am about to talk about has been taking off the menu of many churches. A long time. This is because the church has refocused itself on living on this side of eternity. So much so that the cherished diet is a concussion of deadly portion of politically and religiously correct nourishment that will eventually lead to a serious spiritual obesity and eventual eternal death. Here is what the book of Revelation chapter 21 verse 8 has to say. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the abominable, the murderers, the sexually immoral, the sorcerers, the idolaters, and all liars shall have their portion in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone. This is the second death it is important to recognize from the onset that the subject of eternity is not new. In fact, that is why Jesus Christ came to us. However, eternity cannot be uh, discussed in isolation of heaven and of hell because in the end, these two destinations are what is on offer. So, while we preach teach and talk about salvation, faithfulness and grace, we do need to understand that the reason for salvation is because of eternity. The reason why we seek to live lives of faithfulness to God is because of eternity. And the reason we ask for the grace of God is because of eternity. No more, no less. Therefore, subtracting eternity from our gospel is tantamount to no gospel at all. The Word of God tells us in the book of Galatians, chapter 1, verse 8 to 9: Although, if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel to you than the one we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so I say now again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than the one you have received, let him be accursed. Many cultures, ancient and present, have an established and instituted awareness of eternity. Most of these cultures we consider pagan. For example, the ancient Egyptian pharaoh Khufu is believed to have commissioned and constructed the Great Pyramid of Giza, Egypt, where he was allegedly entombed following his death in 2584 BC. Some research show that it took at least 6,700 highly-skilled men and countless slaves and 20 years to construct. The important question here is this, why would Pharaoh Khufu have to go to such an audacious lint to build such a magnificent edifice only to be entombed in his death? The answer is not implausible because the Egyptians believed in life after death so they are practically and spiritually motivated to make serious preparations while they can and while they are still alive yes you call them pagan but these pagans have got something that you clearly lack or something you are apathetic about all this means that they the egyptians believe And are intrinsically convinced about eternity what about you my brothers and sisters do you believe in life after death do you truly believe in eternity in fact believers in Jesus Christ do not die here's what Jesus said in the book of John chapter 5 verse 24 it's urgent that you listen carefully to this Anyone here who believes what I am saying right now and align himself with the Father who has, in fact, put me in charge, has at this very moment the real lasting life and is no longer condemned to be an outsider. This person has taken a giant step from the world of the dead to the world of the living. Wow! believers don't die they live on even after they aspire from this side of eternity this is the party I want to be a part of if you believe in these words of Jesus Christ then I ask you my dear brothers and sisters again how are you preparing and where would you be spending your eternity? Because it is one thing to believe in eternity and it is another thing to be enthusiastic in your preparation for your eternity. At the end of each day, I thank the Lord my God and I ask him to forgive me for the sins of omission and commission as I retire to bed so that I can be fully prepared, fully ready should God decide to call me home that night. I mean every other night. For many years I have preached the saving gospel of Jesus Christ to other people and so. The thought of meeting Jesus Christ face to face consumes me. I want to meet Jesus Christ. I truly do, my brother. I truly do, my sister. I am very much excited about this singular appointment. This, my brothers and sisters, is the reason I live. And it is I believe a worthy one to live for. This is indeed something to live for, brothers and sisters. The word of God says in 2 Peter chapter 3 verse 10, The day of the Lord will come unexpectedly like a thief in the night. And on that day, the sky will vanish with a roar. The elements will melt with intense heat. And the earth and all the works done in it will be seen as they truly are. If you consider seriously eternity, you will not be taken by surprise. Clearly, we know that every work of man, the things that we see, the skyscrapers, the executive mansions, and all these luxuries will all be destroyed one day. And this is why we, you and I, should be serious about eternity, about something that is not ephemeral, about something that is beyond our own imagination. A couple of years ago, I was visiting a terminally ill gentleman at a hospital in the city of Glasgow, Scotland. As I sat beside this man and listened to him informing me of his situation and I felt very deep within me to ask him about his plans for eternity. His response was apt and contemporary. He said to me, I am not bothered about what happens next. I have lived a good life. As a preacher, brothers and sisters, who believe in heaven, I felt sorry, so sorry for this man because he has no comparative knowledge of what heaven is like and can't even begin to imagine it. This man thinks of the life he had had as a good life. That is because his creative imagination failed him. And is failing many, many people today in our world. Imagine a street paved with pure gold. Just imagine. Think. Be creative about these things that the Bible tells us in the book of Revelation chapter 21 verse 21. Imagine a river like crystal or crystal river. Think about it. In Revelation chapter 22 verse 1. This day, we talk about pollution, we talk about dirty waters, oceans, and all of these. But here, the Bible is giving us an allegorical meaning of what we can see Crystal River. And also, we can imagine the brightness like no other because the glory of God gives its light that city that we talk about and its lamp is the lamp of God you find this in the book of Revelation chapter 21 verse 23 I can't even begin to imagine such a wonderful place such a wonderful city that God is promising me and you too and as many that will make up your mind to follow Jesus Christ and his teaching today brothers and sisters The poor man in my story is not by himself, as he has large companies, even among Christians today. The truth is that, whether we like it or not, God had placed eternity in all of our hearts.
1: This is NUMA Podcast with the Rev. Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening.
0: The Spirit gives us God's consciousness, something that is truly beyond our own imagination. The world as we know it is inundated with many difficulties, with trials, with temptation, with sorrow, with viruses and all this kind of terrible things happening to us. It is even pathetic that the church that is meant to be the light of the world, that's Matthew chapter 5 verse 14, is very busy conforming to its system when the Bible clearly and concisely warned. Let's read Romans chapter 12 verse 2. Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you which is good and pleasing and perfect. Because following God consciously will lead you to eternity with Jesus Christ. That's what we're talking about today. Sadly, heaven is no longer the goal as many of us now busy ourselves with making a living on this side of eternity, trying to survive. Heaven has been relegated to unfounded imagination. In this podcast, I want to bring to our attention the need and the reality of heaven. Not that I have been there, but I have read about it from the Holy Bible and I have believed the message of heaven since 1987. If you happen to be listening to this podcast, I want you to know that there is also a personal caveat here. I am by no means perfect as I am a broken man living in a broken world and waiting to be fully restored as I eagerly and earnestly wait for the coming of Jesus Christ one of these days. You too, regardless of your broken life, can key in into the privilege of knowing and belonging to the Lord Jesus Christ who died for you. Can you not see? To get a clearer understanding of what I am talking about today, you must also be willing to learn a little bit about the other place of eternity, which is almost becoming a taboo subject as it is no longer a thing that sits well in many mainline Christianity today. That other place is called hell and is spelled as H-E-L-L, hell. When last did your preacher preach about hell? that is because it is no longer cool and fashionable it drives away prosperity from seeking individuals from the church it creates discomfort in people's hearts however that doesn't invalidate its authenticity that is if you truly believe in heaven in matthew chapter 13 verse 49 to 50 jesus said that is what the end of time will be like the heavenly messengers will separate the good from the bad the righteous from the wicked the repentant from the prideful the faithful from the hard-hearted the bad the wicked the prideful and the hard-hearted will be thrown into the fairy furnace where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth Jesus Christ employed the metaphorical Greek word Gehenna to describe the other eternal destination, which some of us call hell. For Jesus' first listeners, it referred to a physical place south of Jerusalem known as the Valley of Hinnom, which is practically a rubbish dump of everything from household waste to animal cadavers. This would be where the city's wastes are incinerated with intense heat. Figuratively speaking, this is an appropriate imagery for the place where the wicked and the sinful would be sent to, to do their time, except in this case, there is no exit time. It is the eternal abode of every obscene, unclean and horrible uh, thing a place of blazing furnace, where there will be weeping and grinding of teeth. In spite of this terrible biblical representation of hell, it is surprising that many people that believe in heaven do not believe in hell, which is an oxymoron. The reason may not be far-fetched. This is because a lot of people believe that God is too loving and merciful that he cannot contradict himself by creating and sending anyone to such a place as hell. Those who think along that line have some points, but the fact is God has a standard. That's in 1 John chapter 1 verse 9, it says, God is faithful and reliable. If we confess our sins, he forgives them and cleanses us from everything we have done. This is because no unrighteousness will enter into the kingdom of God. And you find this in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 9. The key text for this podcast, that is John chapter 14, verse 1 to 6, Bring us the utmost comfort and sense of direction as we travel through this side of eternity. It says in verses 1 to 2, Do not let anything trouble your heart. You believe in God and you must believe in me also. In my father's house are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. I am going to make a place ready for you. This is a killer verse for any serious child of God. It makes a categorical claim of what we should be expecting on the other side. And therefore, there is no need to be desperate, no matter what. This, I believe, was why the Apostle Paul said in the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 18 that our present suffering cannot be compared to the glory that will be revealed to us. Wonderful. Jesus Christ did not stop there. He went on to confirm his schedule to us in verse 3 of our key text if i go to make a place ready for you i will come again i will come to take you so that you may be with me the lord jesus christ expects that this knowledge should guide us in all that we do on this side of eternity because he will surely come back again That's in verse number 4 of our key text when he said, You know where I am going and you know the way. Thomas, one of the disciples, I believe, wanted to double check to be sure of what he was hearing and asked. That's verse 5. Lord, we do not know where you are going. How can we know the way? And in verse uh, 6, Uh, Jesus Christ said to him, I am the way, I am the truth, I give life, no one comes to my father unless I take him there. That sums up everything. There is no other way, no other gospel save the gospel of Jesus Christ, the way to eternity with Christ, the truth that will lead you to eternity and to life eternal. Brothers and sisters, this is where I want to spend my eternity. I don't know about you, but I tell you today, this is where you should be thinking to spend your eternity. As I conclude this podcast today, I want you to know one thing. No matter how we twist the gospel of Jesus Christ about eternity, the fact remains that hell is not just a figment of imagination, but it is as real as heaven is, and we have been created as free will moral agent. This gives us the power to choose, including where you would like to spend your eternity. It may be so easy to pretend today to be a part of a church, or the part of the church of God that Jesus Christ died for. But right in your heart of heart, you know you are not born again. You know you have no relationship with Jesus Christ. You know if the trumpet sound today, you'll be lost. You even know you are an imposter. But here is what the master says. That's in the book of John chapter 10 verse 27 to 28. My sheep recognize my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish. No one shall snatch them away from me. I want you to know that there is still time, because one day, One of these days, it could be tonight, it could be tomorrow, you will be standing right before your maker and there will be no time to make amends. You need to think about eternity today. I ask you again, what is it that is holding you back? You must begin to think of where you will be spending your eternity once you are able to think and once you're able to consider and make judgment it is time to start thinking about eternity in any case it is my prayer that away from everything else that you will give this message a prayerful thought the book of Mark chapter 8 verse 36 have this to say For what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Dear friends, there are so many things that is stopping us today from focusing on what is real, from focusing on eternity. But I tell you the truth, none of these things qualify to stop us from seeking eternity. Because in the end, we will all be gone. Time come when nothing of this matters anymore. I ask you today to rethink again about where you will be spending your eternity. God bless you. Join me again as I pray. Eternal King of glory, the greater I am that I am. The one who created us for his purpose. We thank you and we come to you today knowing fully that you are our God and that you created us for a purpose. Father God, your word had come to us in such a powerful way. And I pray, God, that as many that have listened to this podcast and those who will be listening in future, that this message, oh God, stands out. This message. Touch the very fabric of our faith in Christianity, our faith in Jesus Christ that you sent to die for us. Father, I lift up your name today that as many God around the world that may have lost the urgency of eternity will come to the realization that this is still the reason why Jesus Christ came. Father, help us in our struggles, help us in our daily work, help us in our preparation, O God, for meeting you in eternity. And I thank you because you always answer prayers. This, I pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, the one who is coming again, in Jesus' name, amen. Through the valleys
1: of this life, I have wondered, and I've worked for Jesus all along the. For listening to the Numa podcast. this has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.